2: Southern Miss to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, we're glad you are. Friday edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting today from the Southern Bank Core Studios here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Bob Getty, Kelly Center, glad you're with us. Opening segment of the show sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics, a great place to eat tonight. With your family, and a great place to cater your holiday event if you hadn't scheduled it already, I would suggest you get in touch with uh, Justin and the great gang at dickie's Barbecue right here in Hattiesburg. <clears throat> excuse me, where the food is always fresh and uh, the service is always great. Good show for you today. We'll to be talking about basketball, big games tonight and tomorrow. Luke Johnson will join us later in the hour. We'll do our last college picks of the week it's down to me and kelly and kelly goes down after after today
3: well luke still seems to think that he has a shot he's what three games back luke has no shot (laughs) hayes maples
2: uh is our first guest today we're delighted to have this young man uh, back on the eagle hour hayes of course a four-year linebacker for southern miss who just finished his career making uh, the honorable mention all sunbelt team and hayes were Happy to have you. When I interviewed you earlier this year, and you have no reason to remember that, but you did tell me that there was never there was never a hard decision for you coming out of high school. You always wanted to play for Southern Miss, and uh, and now here here your career is over. And I, I just wonder you've had a great career here, and uh, I just wonder how how you're feeling and what do you think when you when you come to the end of your college football career.
4: Well, I mean, first of all, I'm feeling grateful, you know, feeling grateful that I've had uh, the opportunity to play at Southern Miss. Um, you know, that I was able to build and um, contribute to the team. And and uh, so, yeah, it's just it's been a great ride. Um, you know, you, you, whenever you first start, you don't think uh, how fast it's going to fly. You think, man, five years, that's, that's a long time. But it really does fly by. Yep.
2: Uh so look back on it Hayes and tell me was it different in any way and if so how uh, than you expected when you left high school or was it what you had hoped for and expected
4: Yeah I mean I think it was what I hoped for and expected um uh playing at the rock man that place is it's it's probably one of the best uh stadiums in G5 I think uh you know uh it's got potential to you know, we, we start winning some games and that place fills up, it could be one of the best atmospheres for sure.
3: You know, once once any athlete gets done with their career, Hayes, whether it's high school, college, pro, whatever, and then they they have to go into the quote unquote real world. A lot of guys have shared with us that it's awkward because they've they've only always been known as a football player. Their identity has revolved around the fact that in your case it's a football player. Well, you're not anymore so have are you having trouble kind of disassociating with that and just being now Hayes maples a a regular guy
4: uh I mean not so far, I don't think so I mean i'm uh just uh trying to get into the workforce and apply for jobs and uh hopefully get one and uh just get back in a routine and and uh you know, just get back to being productive every day.
3: But but no more necessarily getting up at five thirty for breakfast and weightlifting and running and all those sorts of things. It's it's really gonna be a big change for you. Yeah?
4: Yeah, definitely definitely not doing all that, but uh I'm I still am gonna stay on a workout regimen and uh try to stay active.
3: So what is the dream job now, Hayes? What what do you have before you now?
4: Uh I mean still trying to figure out exactly uh, what I want to do um, whether that be trying to get a job in business uh, around Hasburg or really anywhere or get into coaching
3: and you know the the story of the not once but twice tearing the ACL that was you know that made headlines all across the country and yet you never doubted that even the second time you were going to rehab and you were going to come back take us back through that decision process
4: yeah, I mean, whenever whenever I got injured uh, the first time, it really just like uh, lit a fire in me, motivated me to get back. And uh, the second time it happened, I mean, it was even more uh, increased, like the fire to come back after sitting out the whole year and, and watching watching the guys from the sideline. I was, I just knew I wanted to get back out on the field for one more year.
2: Hey, so is, there, is there that does that? stay in the back of your head though if you've had a major injury like that and you go back to playing that you're concerned about that re-injuring uh, that injury reappearing or
4: yeah um it it messes it messes me a little bit um off the field and like
2: uh
4: whenever I wasn't playing or whenever we were you know in meetings or just at home but whenever I was on the field and and playing ball again, I, I didn't think about it at all.
2: Yeah, and you had really no problems with it all year. Am I am I right about that this year? Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it felt fine. It still feels good.
3: But you know, Hayes, I'm sure there were people, you know, in your circle, in your inner circle, that were saying, Hayes, look, you you, you hurt your knee once. Now you hurt it a second time. You know, maybe this is God's way of telling you, you know, you need to, to shut it down. How did you yeah. deal with those people?
4: I think it was just. Like I was saying earlier, like that fire, just like that, trying to prove him wrong. Um, I don't know. That that really just pushed me to to keep going and and push through the the pain or whatever, and uh, try to get back to a hundred percent.
3: Now the defense this year, Hayes was not all the, what the fan base expected it to be. And Will Hall said that that fans have a right to be you know disappointed. Give us your overview now that you're kind of out of the fold about um, you know what what maybe could have been better what are some things that you guys were excelled at maybe some things that you were disappointed with the overall defensive uh performance
4: yeah i mean i think uh going like starting off the season um playing florida state uh i think i think whenever we just went out there and and really couldn't stop them i mean we we held them to fourth down a lot, but they kept converting. But I think after that game, we might have lost a little confidence. And, uh, you know, we had some injuries in the secondary. Uh, but whenever we uh, – I guess it would have been after App State, you know, we, the defense kind of gave up the lead and lost that game for us. But uh, after that, you know, we we started playing some good ball, and I was just the best testament to the guys we had out there. I mean, they – we all – um came to work every day uh played hard we all wanted to win so i was just i was glad we could come together and finish strong those last couple games before troy
2: right now now that it's over you, you were an all-conference player in conference usa and in the Sun Belt. tell us what what were the biggest differences if any you saw between playing in the Sun Belt and conference usa
4: um i'd say uh the Sun Belt is is definitely better, uh, skill talent wise, uh, especially uh, now with the transfer portal and everything. Um, you know these the running backs are really good throughout the Sun Belt. I feel like Sun Belt's really deep at running back and quarterback and uh, just O line. Even I, I think uh, going from playing UL's O line and and Troy and App State compared to Mississippi State, I really feel didn't feel like there was a big difference between their lines.
3: Now, Hayes Maples, you also, a lot of people might not know that you were quite a baseball player when you prepped at Oak Grove High School. The Warriors will be playing for the 7A state championship tomorrow night in football. But when you talk about coaching, I assume you're talking about football, but what about Hayes Maples, the baseball coach?
4: Yeah, I guess I guess that could be a possibility. Uh I just I've been out of the game for so long and I, all I've been doing is is studying football and and getting football knowledge. I feel like that would probably be the route I would take.
3: Yeah, but as big as you are, Hayes, I think if they probably you know, if you probably said, you know what, I wanna do baseball Bob they'd probably say whatever you want, Mr. I would, Maples. I would say that to him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love baseball, man. That was my
3: first love, so and you know, I always kind of, I always kind of knocked you that that you couldn't hit a curveball. But people were going, "No, no, he learned, he learned after he got away from you." It was probably <laughs> I, uh, me. I didn't teach you how to hit a curveball. Amazing ball. how many got no, better. I struggled
4: there. hitting the curveball, all through the youth ball and and some high school, but
3: uh, I finally started to, you know, see it a little better. Well, when he did hit it, Bob, they picked it up on radar. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure of that.
2: Well, <laughs> okay, so we want to. Uh, First of all, thank you for all the contributions you made to Southern Miss football. You were certainly a fine, fine representative of our football program. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best in in your future, young man. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. All All right. right. You talk about a
3: guy that's never heard the word quit,
2: right? No, what what a courageous kid. I mean, he's an example. He's an example to a a lot of young people. Things don't always go your way. Don't pout up and say, oh, I'm leaving or I'm going to quit.
3: Look at Hayes, Michael. That's the way you should conduct yourself. tore the ACL not once, but twice, and, and came back.
2: back and played a great senior year of Division One college football. Amazing, pretty impressive. We'll
3: be right back. We'll look at this football
2: schedule next year and compare it to what we just went through. Hang on.
3: Southern Miss to
1: the, top. to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
2: All right, Genesis of Hattiesburg is the official auto dealer of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Genesis sedans and SUVs are the finest luxury vehicles on the road. And coming soon, the all-new Genesis showroom on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg. All right, this segment sponsored by Campus Bookmark, CampusBookmark.net. I know Christmas shopping is well underway. Swing by this weekend, Campus Bookmark. Tell Miss Kathleen that uh, Bob and Kelly from the Eagle Hour said hello, and you will receive no discount. But we will appreciate you telling her that.
3: Well, you'll get <laughs> you'll get professional courteous service. A
2: hundred percent. And uh, there's no kinder lady on the planet, and there is no better selection of Southern Miss apparel anywhere that you'll find at Campus Bookmark. And not just apparel, Kelly. Stuff for your house, for your car.
3: Yeah, and like I said, if you're playing, uh, you know, these – like dirty Santa, not like th- these are all be nice gifts. But I mean, you can get you know three dollar right. items. You can get hundred dollar items. You know whatever's on your budget. Absolutely.
2: All right, we'll we'll talk about this for just a few minutes. Uh, football season obviously over. Three and nine, disappointing year. We talked earlier in the year about it being a difficult schedule, and so let's let's review the out of conference games this year and compare them. To the out-of-conference games coming up. So, out-of-conference this year, of course, the Golden Eagles played Alcorn. That was kind of a gimme. Then they played at Florida State, at Tulane, at Mississippi State.
3: No, we had, we had Tulane here, did we not? Or was it? Yes, yeah, Tulane. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: So you had Alcorn and Tulane here. You're at Florida State. You're at Mississippi
3: State. Take out Alcorn. That's pretty tough. And and Hayes Maples just said right here on this show. That Florida State game meant a lot. I mean, it took the starch.
2: No, I, don't, uh, I don't think there's any question about that.
3: Which, which, and I think that probably, and this is just logic, Bob, you would think that in discussions, you know, going forward, because we all know Ohio State was the original opener for look, next year. Look. And I think after that Florida State game, maybe some talk was, you know, do we really need to be playing you know schools. i could have
2: answered that well
3: <laughs> well you know any school's money spends the same as ohio state's correct you know but to give your guys a shot you know at winning
2: all right so let's look at this kelly so the two home games without a conference schools this year were all corn and tulane they will be replaced next year with southeast louisiana and south florida I would contend that both of those are a smidge better, or probably better than Alcorn, but certainly uh, neither one of those schools is a two line.
3: No, and and South Florida is a is a you know a bigger school, We're one of the biggest schools uh, in the country, but their football fortunes have been gone for the past five or six years. Their their, their program has been down. Uh, certainly, all you want to do is is know that your guys can compete, right? Um, now. You've got those two games, but your other ones no, must, are you know.
2: All right, so at Florida State this year as compared to at Kentucky next year. Your thoughts.
3: Kentucky's an SEC team, but it's a middle tier to, you know, bottom half SEC. It's not Florida State, Cal. No, no, more more Mississippi State, but still. Yeah, but still.
2: Right. At Mississippi State this year compared to at Jacksonville State next year. I'm taking Jacksonville State over Mississippi State every time.
3: Jacksonville State now in Conference USA, uh, and that, that league has been so weak that they just joined Conference USA and played for the championship in that in that league. Now, Rich Rodriguez has taken his show there, the head coach at Jacksonville State now. So they're an up-and-coming program, but your point is well taken. Bob, the, the four games next year pre-Sunbelt Conference – Much more palatable from a player and a fan standpoint than this year.
2: Eastern Division Sunbelt teams this year were Old Dominion and at App State. Next year, it will be Marshall and James Madison.
3: At Marshall. And we are are getting word that James Madison will be here. How do those two compare? Well, I mean, Marshall uh, was – a Jekyll and Hyde team this year, you know, they, they were able to get, uh, you know, bowl eligible, but I think they won the minimum, you know, six games. James Madison, of course, had that great start. But remember, there's going to be a complete coaching staff change there if things happen as we're being told that Kurt Signetti's going to Indiana. So the Dukes will have a completely new coaching staff coming in there next year. And our two biggest conference rivals, I think it's fair to say, are South Alabama and
2: Louisiana Lafayette. <laughs> I've always had to say that. <laughs> uh, and both of those games were on the road. Both of those games will be here next season.
3: And the Eagles will have to go to Troy. Mm-hmm. But a couple of things you want that should be noted about South Alabama and Troy. Both of those teams were heavy, senior-laden, uh, COVID-extra-year team they were full of guys that had those extra years from COVID. They were they were the oldest teams in the league as far as experience goes. Troy loses all those guys. South Alabama, who you could argue had a disappointing season this year based on their expectations, uh, South Alabama also loses a lot of their guys. So you're going to have to play Troy over there. But again, it's going to it's going to be a revamped Troy team, and who knows if. If Troy's not going to have a new coaching staff next year, because we've talked about with John Summerall's success, you would think that with some of these other openings that somebody would come knocking on his door. So overall, the schedule is much more agreeable, I would think, to a Southern Miss team than this year's was.
2: Yeah, I'd love to hear from some of our listeners. You can go to our Facebook page and post on our Facebook page and let us know if you think it's a tougher or easier schedule coming up. I contend it's an easier – I don't think anything is easy, but overall, a more manageable schedule, shall I say. And here, to me, is the big thing. Is Kentucky going to be a tough game? Yeah, they're good, yes, but, man, you know, I think we heard Hayes say it, and I felt it this year, too. We ran into such a buzz, and you were there. Yeah, We ran into such a buzzsaw at Florida State, and they ran up the score to such a degree that I don't, I don't know that our team recovered from that very quickly.
3: Fair? And and he said, yeah. you know, and then just when, just when you think you might be back in the saddle, you go down and get ambushed in Mobile. You know, that, that disaster yeah. of a game against a South Al
2: Well, don't forget, you played at Florida State, and then you turned right around and played Tulane, which I believe only lost one game again this year.
3: And you're comparing this year's schedule to next year. This year you had Tulane, which had already won – the Cotton Bowl, or not the Cotton Bowl, the Sun Bowl last year, that right? Was the Cotton, Cotton Bowl? The Cotton right? Bowl the that's USC. right. Yeah, that's right. Won the Cotton Bowl. So uh, among the top twenty-five all year long, they've only lost one game up to this point. So they were in the top twenty-five. Florida State was supposed to contend for and could very well be in the top four and play for a national championship later on. And you replace them with Kentucky and Jacksonville State. Correct. I like it. You I was well you tell me. Yeah. yeah I like it. And, and again, next year a 4-win season or and I would Let I would cut con- it. I would cut contend it. a 5-win season that, isn't going to get it. I don't like
2: that's going to cut it.
3: No, I don't, I think have got to win 6 or 7 games. Particularly this schedule is more favorable in my opinion uh than this year's. And when you get you got a Southern Miss team where all the DBs, you know, barring injury, but a lot of them were hurt this year, they should all be back. Defensive line should be back. Uh, lose a couple of offensive linemen, but experienced guys ready to go there. The receiving core might be a little bit, you know, might be a question mark there. And we've already documented that some linebackers have got to get some linebackers in there and solidify the quarterback position. Is John White going to be able to come in day one and push what you would think would be the number one uh, quarterback going into spring, which would be Ethan Crawford? Um, So talent-wise... Southern yep. Miss, experience-wise, they're they're going to be an older team. Where some of these teams like South Allen and Troy are going to have to recycle.
2: So you're predicting a conference championship? Is that what I'm hearing?
3: No, Phil Hall is, is projecting that. Uh, he he was a little off of his undefeated uh, prediction. I'm not projecting squat because <laughs> I projected eight wins. Remember? Yeah, so yeah but
2: I, I'm not projecting.
3: But anything. when you when you compare that schedule to this year's schedule, no when you compare the no returning question. players uh to what they had you know experienced wise this year things should be looking up should be better but you got to execute it and now without any doubt whatsoever or no excuses you've got to get it done and you've got to find a quarterback that you can hang your hat on or two you got to you got to and uh We'll see, and I think you know. I think Coach Hall and his staff are going to go into the transfer portal and probably pull out thirteen, you know, players maybe or so, and then finish yeah. the rest with mm-hmm. high school and Juco guys. Yeah. But the linebacking core is probably where they're going to focus. Right. You know, a lot of their attention, and maybe some receivers as well.
2: And we're certainly not saying anything they don't already know. Right. So we don't want to try to give that impression that right. we know more than they do. Right. Uh, we we don't. So anyway. That's a look at the schedule uh, next year. We thought that'd be interesting. A little later in the show, we want to talk about the basketball game tonight and the big women's game tomorrow. We're to <coughs> excuse me, we're going to finish our picks here in the next few minutes. And uh, Kelly's already nervous. I can. I can I've been studying center.
3: It's 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 all year long. I've been from behind. I'm I'm like that horse that horse that gets to the final furlong, Bob, and then mm-hmm. my jockey gives me a kick. I think and away I got go. cheated
2: a little bit myself. I think I was sort of. Rigged a little bit, but you know.
3: Well, you kept, you, you just keep picking the Washington com- Commodore. What are they? Commodores. <laughs> the Commodore is com-
2: com- town of country cleaners is Hattiesburg's most trusted dry cleaners, family owned and operated since 1983. They offer services like steam pressing, shirt laundry, bulky bedding, minor alterations, and of course, dry cleaning. Visit them on Hardy Street or call them at 601 264 4920. And don't forget to hear the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in or just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. Peter Kelly had a dream last night. I had Catfish Friday at Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Keep going, and then right after that, I had. Five big beignets with the strawberry topping from Mobe Beignet Company. Could it be any better than that?
3: Well, and it, that's why it was in a dream, though, because at your age, Bob, you don't, I I got, you don't eat like you used to. Uh,
2: well, I know. I mean, I was really enjoying it, and then the, the lightning crashed through the window and woke me up, yeah.
3: and I thought, well, hell, I didn't have no catfish or no beignets. You know? <laughs> what a shame, huh? So it was a nightmare then, actually. It, it was a nightmare up, after yeah, I woke up yeah. and
2: realized that I was not going to get the catfish right. or the beignets, but... Uh, great place to go for street bar and grill right there in the shadow of the rock course they'll have the championship game on tomorrow if you choose to do that and while you're out doing your christmas shopping over the weekend we would highly recommend you stop by mobay beignet company uh we just love morgan and, and the gang down there and the, they cook the beignets when you order them uh they blow the beignets from that place we won't name in new orleans away in my humble opinion and who would know better than the man that ate six in less than three minutes, Luke Johnson? Luke, how are you?
1: Hey, guys. Uh, enjoyed two high school football games last night. Championships, Biggerville. Biggersville uh, knocked off uh, Vilma Jackson in a last-second thriller. And then West Point, too much for the Laurel Golden Tornadoes last night. But got Heidelberg coming up with Charleston and then the nightcap Grenada and West Jones tonight in 6 a.
2: That'll be good, and uh, that uh, game tonight will be on WLAU 99.3, starting at 7 p.m. You won't be there, I understand, but uh, who'll be doing the calling for us? So, yeah, Brett Bouchelon on
1: play-by-play. Rich Gray, the PA voice of the West Jones Mustangs, will be on color. Ray, uh, Rich has uh, done some color for us as well this year. So, pregame at 7, and uh, we had some celebrities on last night for uh, for the pregame, so that that was fun, but... All right guys, we got to get going because we got 13 picks. All right. Let's go, Kelly. Kelly, you're Center, going down. Kelly Center uh, is in first place. He's a game ahead of Bob Getty, I'm 5 uh, games back. But we're going to pick 13 games, so we got to fly here. New Mexico State against the 24th rank Liberty Flames, New Mexico State 10 and 3 Conference USA Championship tonight.
3: Liberty Flames
1: I'm going New Mexico State. Ah, Ten and three. But he has to, well, doesn't
3: your- he, Bob? He's got He's to. desperate. Yeah, he's got to. He's throwing
2: Hail Mary. <laughs> right. To use the football analogy.
1: Oregon and Washington tonight Ooh. in the Pac-12 championship. Uh, a- Oregon is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite.
3: And I have to take Oregon, although I would not be surprised if Washington pulled the upset. Uh, if I was going to try to make up some ground, I'd pick Washington, but I'm taking Oregon playing defense.
2: I'm going with the Huskies. i got to catch you, Kelly. I'm going
1: to go with Oregon. This is one of those games that uh, could throw the playoff in the madness. Oregon with a loss, Washington undefeated. I'll go Oregon. Tomorrow, Big 12 championship, Oklahoma State against Texas. Longhorns, 15-point favorite.
3: Texas. Horns. Their last game before they head to the SEC. Right, Texas.
1: Mountain West championship, Boise State, 7-5. and five. UNLV, we should mention Akeem Davis, former Southern Miss coach, former Loyal Golden Tornado. He's a defensive coach out there. The Running Rebels are nine and three, but they are a two-point underdog.
3: And they're playing Boise. Boise, mm, boy, I, you know what? I'm going to take the Running Rebs. I'm going to take UNLV. How are you? Yeah, I'm going with Boise.
1: I'm taking the Rebs as well. MAC Championship. Miami of Ohio, ten and two. Toledo is eleven and
3: one. Rockets are a seven-point favorite. Man, I will take the Toledo Rockets to beat the Red Hawks.
2: I'm going to go with the Rockets. They have some of the coolest helmets in the game.
3: I'm
1: going with Toledo as well. AAC, SMU, 10-2, 22nd ranked, Tulane, 11-1. and one, Green Wave, a three-point favorite.
3: Yeah, and you know, SMU, Rhett Lashley's done a great job coaching SMU. Um so, and again, I wouldn't be surprised if SMU won this game, but I'm going to take Tulane. They always just seem to come yeah. up with just enough.
2: That's in New Orleans too, right? That's right. I'm going with Wave.
1: I had already determined I'm picking SMU in this one. They have been red hot on offense. Tulane has been winning games, uh, but they did not play in the regular season. So I'm taking the Ponies um, in this one. Sunbelt Championship: Appalachian State against Troy, three p.m. on ESPN. Trojans are a five and a half point favorite.
3: Yeah, but man, App State's p- playing really well right now. Um, but I'm still going to take Troy. <laughs> I'm going with Troy.
1: I am going to go with App State because I desperately need to make up ground. So It'll I will go be another
2: Hail Mary. Uh,
3: I, I, I think that's going to be a good game. It I could really be, yeah, it could be, yeah, could be.
1: SEC championship: Georgia and Alabama dogs five point favorite.
3: Uh, Georgia,
2: you know I don't think so. Really, I, I think the end, the win streak comes to an end. I, I just think anytime you bet on Alabama, that's a pretty solid bet. I'm going with the roll tide.
1: I'll go with Georgia. Brock Bowers back, um, and uh, I think Georgia will, will finish Alabama tomorrow. Big Ten championship: Michigan and Iowa. Wolverines a 22 point favorite yeah
3: not even close Michigan blows Iowa away Michigan
1: Michigan 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 for all of us uh, nightcap the ACC championship Louisville 10 and two against Florida State Knowles are only a two-point mm-hmm. favorite
3: and I don't know why because I think Florida State's really good I'll take the Seminoles I think I think
2: they showed even with their backup quarterback they're pretty tough yeah Florida State
1: I'm going to go with Louisville. They're uh, pretty mad last week after getting upset by Kentucky. They've been playing really well. I'll take the Cardinals even though I'm ne- – no, no, I am changing that pick. I will continue to never pick Louisville ever. So I'll go with Florida State. <laughs> I just realized a great mistake that I was about to make. So yeah, I will and, take and, and even being Norfolk. that
3: far behind, Luke, that's that's yeah, way so too some, much of a stretch. Some things
2: you just got to stand on principle.
3: <laughs> right?
1: Watch Louisville win now. All right, three games in the NFL. Three good games. Lions at Saints. Lions mm. lost to the Packers on Thanksgiving Day. Saints, who knows what might happen, uh, which team will show up. Lions are a four-and-a-half-point favorite
2: in the Dome.
3: Yeah, the Saints, man, I tell you, they are I don't know what's going on with them. I, I look for the Lions to rebound at the Dome.
2: I think the Lions are really good. I think Detroit wins this game.
3: I, uh, I'm loyal to Southern Miss,
1: but I won't be a homer with the Saints. I'm going to take the Lions. As well. Probably the uh the biggest matchup of the week, the 49ers in Philly. Ooh. San Francisco's a three point favorite on the Ooh. East Coast. And I
3: don't, know. I don't understand why. I don't know about I, I, that. Yeah, I think that's one of those games you're going, What? Um Philadelphia much different team the second half last week, but they're at home and their fans are so cordial, aren't they, Bob? They're and so very w- kind <laughs> and welcoming. <laughs>
2: they're very kind. <laughs> I'll
3: take the Eagles. Yes,
2: they're very kind. I, the last time I was at a Washington Philadelphia game about four years ago, and uh, I really lost count of the fistfights that were taking place from the time I left to I got to my car. Uh, I, as much as this hurts my heart.
3: You're going to take the Eagles? I'm going to have to take the Eagles.
2: I think they're just, I think they're the best team in the NFL.
1: I think they are too, but I, this is one of those where I have to disagree just to make up picks. I'll take the 49ers and uh, maybe Christian McAfee. Caffrey and Brock Purdy uh make something happen. All right. Final pick of the week, Monday night football Bengals at the Jags. Ooh. And see, see the drama here? Ooh. See the drama. We won't know who won Monday unless
3: oh, something yeah. really yeah,
1: wild let's, happens. Let's see I'll, how I'll lead it off. Yeah, let's I'll see
3: what kind Jags. of heart Kelly's got here, Luke. So Luke's taking the Jags. Well, we did have Dame Judy Dench quarterback in the Bengals, but she's been replaced by Helen So <laughs> 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 Helen can throw the ball now. Helen's got an arm. <laughs> I will take the Jags. <laughs> she don't run well, but in she's Jacksonville. got
2: Jacksonville. Uh, you know, I think Jacksonville may be the surprise team in the NFL. I've watched them play two or three games. I think Jacksonville's very solid. Uh, I like the I like the Jaguars.
3: Yeah, you, the Bengals are just completely – Well, diff- they don't have their quarterback. Right. I mean, and, and the schemes no. that they run are not that difficult to figure out, if, especially if you don't have somebody like Burrow running it. So.
2: We did it, thirteen picks. Wow! So uh, we won't really
3: know until Monday after. Well, we won't know till Tuesday. I'll have it clinched by then. You guys, trust me. Oh, okay.
2: You... Well, you guys will have to call me in Jackson Tuesday and congratulate me on winning the competition. You're
3: out Tuesday and Wednesday. Correct. I Next am. week. <clears throat> yes, okay. I am.
2: Uh, Luke, uh, glad you called the game last night. We look forward to the broadcast tonight. I understand we're going to have. Uh, couple of our vehicles in the laurel christmas parade and we're going to be blasting the west jones broadcast as we travel down the road in the laurel christmas parade tonight
1: it'll be fun mustangs uh you'd probably think they're a little favored but uh grenada has a quarterback that's thrown for two thousand yards 17 touchdowns they got a back this rush for over 1500 yards just if the west jones defense can uh Put pressure, stop the run, and get to the quarterback. It may be a long night for Grenada, but well, you what, never know.
3: What was that quote, Bob? They ain't played us, baby. He <laughs> <laughs> ain't played us yet, baby. That's right. All right,
2: Luke, we appreciate you, man. Have safe travels. Bye,
3: right, guys. See
2: you later. Luke Johnson, everybody. I was a little horse after calling that game. The yeah, game. He's,
3: not, he's not calling the West game? No, I think
2: That's... he had a church obligation ah, this weekend, and gotcha. uh, he's going to be taking care of that. Gotcha.
3: All right, when we come back, we've got a little
2: basketball. Big game tonight. Really interested to see how the guys play tonight. Uh, I guess what's always tough for us, UAB, and then a, actually a huge game tomorrow for the ladies at 2 o'clock with a nationally ranked Ole Miss in town, believe it or not.
3: A whiteout tomorrow at Reed Green Coliseum. We'll be right back.
2: Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, don't forget about D1 and D-Bat when you're doing your Christmas shopping. They've got a great pro shop there on Hardy Street. It'd be a great gift for a kid in your house to uh, get them a gift card. They could go to D-Bat. After Christmas, and pick out anything they like. It'd be a great job.
3: It'd also be a great Christmas gift for you because the kids would be out of the house. You'd get some quiet. Right. And as Kelly said yesterday, (laughs) they
2: do have a lot of camps during the Christmas break and stuff. And uh, we're going to try to get somebody from uh, that great place on the show here maybe in the next week or so uh, to talk about it. All right, real quickly, let's uh, go to basketball, Kelly. Men at UAB tonight got to shoot from the floor. You got to hit your foul shots. Apparently, the NCAA is in no hurry to give them their guard back. So you have to make do. But you got a good guard in, in Mo Arnold. And, uh, uh, you know, I think if they hit their shots tonight, they win. I think that's the bottom line.
3: Well, of it. remember now, UAB is coached by Andy Kennedy, uh, who used to be at Ole Miss. And he certainly knows a lot about uh, Southern Miss. And they they defend that Bartow Arena in UAB really well. In fact, I think since Andy Kennedy has been there, they have only lost eight Games okay, thanks a lot for in that, that arena. Yeah. No, I'm, i mean, obviously, they've lost some games there, right, but, but not you, many. They're gonna have to be on, they're uh, gonna have to play pretty well, even though UAB got blown out of the arena by McNeese in their last effort. So, you know,
2: you and I were talking before we came out of my office today. That's always tough when you go play them, it's just never easy. No,
3: yeah, even when it should have been. Right? Remember when Fedora and the guys went up there, and all we had to do was beat a lousy UAP team? And they beat us. Yeah, they were.
2: And tomorrow at 2 o'clock, Reed Green, the undefeated Lady Eagles, and they're playing very well, but they got a tough game tomorrow. Ah, uh, nationally ranked Ole Miss, uh, Ole Miss women's basketball, good, but this should really be an interesting contest.
3: And wouldn't that be something if the Lady Eagles could pull that off? And again, uh, Jack Trosper's been doing a really good job in con- in conjunction with uh, Joy Lee in uh, getting those ladies ready to play. So yeah. tomorrow is a whiteout. It's supposed to rain. It's supposed to be a miserable day. Yeah, a
2: great day to go to that. Yeah,
3: nothing else going on outside. So
2: you know, we were talking about that golf cart in Columbia.
3: The you know, Bob Getty golf yeah, cart? Yeah, you know,
2: when I go to a game and it's raining, they pick me up and drive me. They do that for you, too, don't they? Kelly?
3: No, in fact, they tell me that the, the parking lots are full, <laughs> even though I see plenty of openings, and I wind up parking in Purvis. You know, thanks.
2: Bob. I'm kidding, of course, Kelly. I get no special treatment at the basketball.
3: Camp. You've got a credential.
2: I do. You have one, too? It's waiting on you at the wheel
3: call. I took care of you, Santa. But usually they have young co-eds working in the call and well, they will call. Well, I've warned them. They- <laughs> I've warned them. They're going to give it to you from a distance. Okay, all right. You Let's... can't get
2: near the will call. No, I understand. Someone will bring it out to okay, you. Okay, that's it what you. I
3: need to do. All right.
2: We left the door unlocked. And you see what came in. And Jody Lott wandered in the building. God, i got to got to get better.
3: <laughs> the mayor of the roost How of are you, Jody? Southern Miss Baseball. Bring it in there. Doing well.
2: How are you, my man? Good. Getting ready for baseball. Well, it's not far off, is it? Nope, not what at all. it's less than two months in it?
3: Yeah. Well, and they get started, you know, right after they get back yeah. from Christmas break. I mean, so, right.
2: so a million people ask me about baseball, right? And and they say, well, how are we going to be – here's my answer. You tell me. You know more about it than me. We lost a lot of position players. It does appear to me they did a really good job in bringing in position players to the point that you're moving your second baseman to center field who – Probably is the best overall player on the team. I think the pitching staff will be very strong because I think we have the best pitching coach in the country. I think it may get a little bumpy early until these new kids all mill together. And I just hope the fan base understands that because I think they will jail and be your normal Southern Miss. Baseball team, and my partner here is very high on the talent of this baseball team.
0: Oh, they have a lot of talent, that's no doubt, but it's like you said, a lot of talent and playing together is two different things, Well, and it's going to take a little time.
3: But they also have the secret weapon this year, the new coach, dad bod, Danny Lynch.
2: That's right. <laughs> they do. They do. And that's got to inspire them to really work hard, I would think.
0: Well, i tell you, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to replace Danny at
2: third base, number one. Well, that's for sure. But
0: bigger than that is his leadership.
2: And but his him, personality. Yeah.
0: My word. But him being in the dugout will be an asset, I promise oh, there's you. There's no question. If they're down, he'll get them going.
2: Well, there's no question. It's been so long since there hasn't been a Lynch or Montenegro on the baseball team, I'm feeling a little dizzy thinking about it. It's been
0: a long time. It's
2: been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we still got a month or two. Kelly was, I think Kelly was 65 the last time one of those guys wasn't on the team.
3: <laughs> they were, the game, game highlights were in black and white. Yeah. You know? For sure. That's for sure.
2: All right, Jody, so are you prepared to what? Predict a Sunbelt Championship repeat and we host the third Super Regional? That's the goal. That's the goal every year, isn't it? Every year. Uh, it's called expectations around here. Yep. There's a new guy
3: on the block, obviously Scott retired, but Kelly, we think
2: Coach Oz is just never miss a beat.
3: Well, that's that's why he was brought on board. Yeah. I mean, this this wasn't anything that just happened overnight. No. I mean, this was right. the game plan all along. Right. And uh, he won a national championship at Jones. He knows he knows what right. he's doing.
2: And, and what a schedule. We got two we've got two super regional teams from last year playing at the Pete in Indiana State and Coastal Carolina. Real quickly, Kelly, people may not think of Indiana State as a Big baseball power, wrong. Well, they're
3: they, tough. They are now, and remember the French, the uh, the hick from French Lick, Larry Bird, played a little basketball there back in the day. He sure did. He was pretty he played,
0: good. He played baseball, too, I believe.
3: Yes, that's right. He sure did. If he could have
2: only shot better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, he
0: could just, if he could have just shot the three, I don't know. The yeah. poor
2: guy starved to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joni, glad you stopped by, man. Merry Christmas to Merry you. Merry Christmas to you. Glad I'm going to go get a Mobe beignet this weekend. You so, ever heard of that place? Uh, a little bit. They're open. (laughs) You're always welcome here, brother. Thank you, sir. Jody Lott, Kelly Sander, Bob Getty. Until next time, Southern Miss. To the top. (laughs) Into the future.